the best diets for a healthier you. Welcome to the Access Health Radio Show. I'm Dr. Brian Forrest, and this week we will be talking about the best diets to keep you healthy on Access Health Radio. And I'm Mike Davis. Thanks for joining us. Dr. Forrest is a board-certified family physician from Apex, and we'd like to take just a moment to acknowledge the companies that support Access Health Radio. We'd like to thank Marley Drug in Winston-Salem for supporting our show. They mail order generic medications directly to your home with free shipping, often at costs that are much lower than even the big box pharmacies. You can check them out at MarleyDrug.com. We'd also like to thank We Care Pharmacy of Apex for sponsoring our tip of the week. You can check them out at WeCareOfApex.com. The folks there also will be helping us out with some special shows this year on prescription medications. And we'd lastly like to thank Wake Family Eye Care, who is going to be our sponsor for Access Health Radio Trivia. But you can also check them out at wakefamilyeyecare.com. And Dr. Badwan, uh, an optometrist there, will actually be our special guest this year uh, for some upcoming shows on eye health. Looking forward to that. Dr. Forrest, if people want more information after the show today, maybe they want to find out more information about these diets that we're going to be talking about or about your practice there in Apex, where can they find it? Uh, They can go to uh, accesshealthradio at gmail.com with any emails they want to send. They can give us a call at 919-363-0190. Again, that's 919-363-0190. They can also listen to an on-demand podcast at WPTF.com or check that out at Apple Podcast after the show if they missed part of the show or want a family member or friend to, to hear what we had to say. Sounds good and easy to get more information about Dr. Forrest and his practice or uh, to uh, hear the show again or share it with a friend. Dr. Forrest, it's the time of year, of course, when it seems everyone's trying out a new diet, trying to get a few pounds off, myself included. And a recent review has ranked some diets. You're going to give us some more information, I believe, today on diets that might be the best for health and weight loss. Yes, the uh, the number of diets out there, Mike, can really be overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And uh, U.S. News & World Report um, has had an article in the past that covered 41 diets and basically had medical and nutrition experts review those and rank them in several categories. So today we're going to focus on a few diets in particular that are both ranked highly and also go over ones which actually are practical and safe for most people. You know, I know that there are diets, and I think everybody's aware there are some diets that just really aren't all that good for you. And so what are some of the examples that you have found of diets that have been shown to actually do us some good? Well, first, and and probably one of the most proven diets for reducing the risk of both heart attack and stroke is the DASH diet, and that stands for Dietary Approaches to Stop Hypertension. Uh, It's been shown to be as effective for reducing blood pressure as many medications. Um, You know, with that diet, things that you eat are lean fish and poultry, whole grains and vegetables, uh, berries uh, like blueberries, strawberries, and raspberries in their whole form. And many of these foods are rich in fiber, calcium, uh, and also potassium and protein, which are shown to help fend off or lower high blood pressure. One of the important parts of making this work is to eat these foods as they come naturally. For example, 
taking berries and turning them into smoothies by blending them and adding lots of ingredients to sweeten the smoothie can actually be a negative. Um, you get too much sugar in your diet. Mm. You know, if you take fish, which is normally healthy, and you fry it or fry the chicken, that can completely cancel out the benefits uh, by adding unwanted fats and empty calories. Uh, now, the Ornish diet has been shown to actually be clinically effective in reversing heart disease and actually making blockages reverse. Uh, it's much more of a vegetarian diet that involves eating complex carbs and vegetables. And the only real meat in the Ornish diet that's encouraged is wild-caught salmon or similar lean fish that's high in omega-3 fatty acids. The Ornish diet, though, is effective, but it has been criticized for being very narrow and hard for most people to stay on due to limited food choices. You know, people can only eat just beans for so long. So, uh, you know, at, also for patients who are diabetic or pre-diabetic, it might not be ideal due to a higher overall amount of carbohydrates as compared to some of the other diets we're going to talk about. Yeah, I can imagine that that would be a challenge for some folks, myself included, but it sounds like for some people that's really the one that they need to be on. That's right. Yeah. Time now for our Access Health Tip of the Week, Dr. Forrest. Uh, diets like the DASH or Ornish diet can be as good for reducing blood pressure and heart disease as actual medication. They can be incredibly powerful. For example, in many cases, they can lower blood pressure as much as 15 to 20 points and can cut cholesterol by 20% or more. But the key to a successful way of eating is that you can sustain it. And the DASH diet is easier to stick with than the Ornish diet, although both of these can be pretty restrictive in what you should and should not eat. Got it. Thanks so much, Dr. Forrest. You know, it's it's really amazing that you can actually improve your health by eating some foods. We think about, you know, taking some foods away from our diet, but back, actually eating some foods can be good for us. Straight ahead, we'll be talking about some more diets that might be right for you, and we'll go over some of the detailed ingredients that are common in each of them right here on Access Health Radio. We're talking about healthy diets for you today here on Access Health Radio with board-certified family physician, Dr. Brian Forrest. I'm Mike Davis. Dr. Forrest, what are some of the other proven diets? We talked about the DASH and the Ornish, but what are some other ones that have been shown to be helpful for, say, preventing or even treating disease? Well, there's the TLC diet, and it's put out by the National Institutes of Health, and it focuses on very high-fiber with lots of vegetables and fruit, at least eight servings per day. And for meat, it encourages skinless, lean poultry like chicken and turkey. Uh, it's not a particularly good diet for weight loss, as you can actually consume a large amount of food to get all those servings of fruits and vegetables per day. However, for those people that really don't need to lose weight uh, and they have big appetites, this could be a good all-around choice that is really easy to stick with uh, due to the large variety of food. Then there's the famous Mediterranean diet. Uh, you know, it's been known for years that people living in certain parts of the world uh, that eat this way have a lower risk of heart disease. Um, this diet can also be really delicious, as many people already like some types of these foods. Uh, things, the seasoning, like eating Greek or Italian. Um, and the diet tends to be high in fruits, veggies, whole grains, beans, nuts, olive oil, and flavorful herbs and spices. And, you know, a little bit of fish and seafood at least a couple of times a week mixed into that. 
um, and a little bit of poultry, eggs, and cheese as well. Um, sweets and red meat are really only for special occasions in the Mediterranean diet. And, you know, a staple of the Mediterranean diet is sort of a glass of red wine per day. Um, clearly, too much alcohol or wine can have some very negative effects. But one glass for women and up to two for men has been shown to be part of a heart-healthy diet. However, when it comes to brain health the risk and the risk of dementia, the recent Oxford study says that actually maybe no amount of alcohol consumption is safe for helping prevent uh, dementia and keeping your brain healthy. Um, and then lastly, uh, you know, a lot of attention recently has been given to intermittent fasting. And intermittent fasting involves having periods of time during the day or the week that are calorie-restricted. And a very recent study found that the modified alternate day fasting had the most benefits. Um, the 5 and 2 version, where there's two days per week of fasting, was the second best. And then the daily time-restricted interval version was found to be less effective but still useful for weight loss. And these diets may actually improve insulin sensitivity. Uh, they may lower blood sugar and possibly have other benefits like reducing the risk of cancer but more studies are underway now to see the extent of those benefits. Part of the theory behind intermittent fasting diets is that when you give your body a break from having to release insulin all day long, that can actually decrease your appetite and improve your insulin sensitivity. Well, you've mentioned some great alternatives here, Dr. Forrest. I guess the question that comes to my mind is which diet is right for me? How can our listeners know what would work best for them? Well, I'd say, first of all, there's no reason that someone can't blend combinations of all these diets. They share a lot of common ground. And so one approach would be to try to diversify your diet by having some meals based on each one of these. However, there are some advantages of some of the plans over others for certain types of people. Uh, Prepackaged meal diets like Jenny Craig and HMR work well for weight loss, but as soon as people sort of return to their old eating habits, the weight tends to come back. The keto diet is really helpful at quick weight loss, uh, but at what cost, you know, and will it last? That's a question. Mm. Um, you know, if your goal, for example, is weight loss, uh, the TLC diet we talked about earlier would not be the best choice. If your goal was reducing blood pressure, then the DASH diet would absolutely be the best one for you if you could stick to it. And let's say you had had heart attacks, had stents or bypass surgery, and you were actually trying to reverse the existing heart disease that was already there and maximize that reduction, then the Ornish diet is probably the best, followed by the Mediterranean diet. But again, the Ornish diet's really hard to stick with for most people. If I had to pick one of these overall uh, for health and weight loss, it would be a close call between the Mediterranean diet and the DASH diet. Uh, if you could stick with it, the DASH diet is probably the best for health, in my opinion. However, the Mediterranean diet is food that most people love to eat and allows a lot of variety and flavor. Um, so it tends to be the one that's easier for people to maintain for long periods. Um, it's also the easiest diet to sort of stick with and maintain if you're eating out. Um, the other thing is, don't forget, you can combine any of these diets we're talking about with the intermittent fasting versions. So that when you aren't fasting and you actually eat, you could be eating the food uh, in one of these diet plans. 
Um, it's very important, though, for people to consider other conditions besides their cholesterol and blood pressure. Those are very important, but eating too many carbs, especially if you're overweight or diabetic, can actually be worse for your health. For those patients, what they really want is a low-carb version of the DASH diet to maximize their health benefits. And low-carb diets like the keto diet have actually been used to reduce seizures in people with epilepsy, but it might not be the best idea for a kidney patient. Uh, or somebody who has heart disease to do things that are keto because sometimes it's a high-fat diet, and some of those fats can actually increase the risk for some types of cancer. So, Dr. Forrest, it seems like there are some common foods that are okay. What are some of those foods that are okay in all of these diets? Well, there are some foods that are what I would call your you-can't-go-wrong foods, mm -hmm. um, and those are foods that would be okay on any of the diets we've discussed, and to some degree, you can eat in good-sized portions. Um, those, these are the foods that you should go to when you're hungry and want something that you can eat with sort of reckless abandon. Uh, and here's that list in no particular order. Uh, kale, broccoli, asparagus, Brussels sprouts, uh, any type of sprout, in fact, cauliflower, egg whites, spinach, cucumber, celery, cabbage and lettuce. So those are the foods that when you're hungry, you should fill yourself up with because they, uh, they don't really make anything worse. Uh, they are basically low, uh, simple carb, uh, and they also have a lot of health benefits. Uh, we've talked about cruciferous vegetables in the past and how, uh, it looks like those have a lot of benefits. Now, these foods are also generally very heart healthy. Um, but you do have to watch your portion sizes, uh, due to calories. Um, but some other things you could throw into the diet would be wild-caught salmon, skinless poultry breast, all non-processed nuts except macadamia nuts, uh, small beans, especially like chickpeas, kidney beans, and black beans uh, can be really good, oatmeal, all types of berries, tomatoes, cantaloupe, and low-fat or non-fat dairy. Um, so if basically your diet was made up of those foods, and the second group we talked about, you were at least keeping check of in terms of the portion sizes, uh, you would really get a long way towards healthy eating and towards weight loss. All right. So those are the good ones. Now I'm bracing myself. Uh, what are the foods that we need to avoid and take out of our diet? All right. Hit me. Well, <laughs> I'd say the first thing is anything that has saturated fat or oil. Um, if you see the word partially hydrogenated on a label, you should avoid that food as much as possible. Uh, if you see trans fat on a label, you should avoid that as well. Some diets like the Ornish diet eliminate almost all fat from the diet. And in general, you, you just want to keep your total saturated fat as low as possible each day, preferably under 10 grams. Um, a lot of our trouble actually comes from what we put on food too. So cream sauces, salad dressings that are high in carbs and saturated fat, condiments like mayonnaise, so, uh, you know, I've actually found an avocado mayonnaise that uh, my kids really like and I really like. So, you know, try to stick with low-fat and low-sugar condiments like plain mustard, vinegar, and olive oil-based dressings. Um, you also want to avoid certain cuts of meat. So dark meat with poultry, uh, with pork, anything that's not tenderloin, and sort of regular full-fat hard cheeses should generally be avoided. Um, anything that's commercially prepared, fried foods generally should be avoided, but not all frying is bad. If you're stir frying or air frying foods, 
uh, and you're only using polyunsaturated or monounsaturated oils like olive oil or pure canola, then that's also okay. All right. Thanks, Dr. Forrest. Straight ahead, Dr. Forrest is going to summarize some of these key points about healthy diets and our Access Health Radio's trivia of the week is on the way. Welcome back to Access Health Radio. We're talking about healthy diets with Dr. Brian Forrest today. Uh, What are some key take-home messages about healthy diets for folks, Dr. Forrest? Well, I'd say either the DASH diet, the Ornish diet, the TLC, or Mediterranean diet can be healthy and can offer benefits as powerful as medication. Uh, Diets that have social support or a healthcare provider supervising uh, the patient with follow-up can also help you sustain and monitor your progress. In fact, we have a weight management program run by Dr. Steve Fuller uh, at Access Healthcare where frequent free consultations uh, and prescriptions for medications that can help are included. Uh, And we've seen many people lose over 50 pounds, some of them over 100 pounds or more. Um, Prepackaged food diets work well as long as you eat the food, but most people just aren't going to stick with that, you know, the rest of their life. So they're a little bit harder to stick with, and those can be really expensive. Uh, Meal planning that incorporates some or all of these diets will allow a lot of diversity in your food and also make it easier to stick with. Uh, And now we know that intermittent fasting can be combined with these other diets, and the modified alternative day version of intermittent fasting currently has the best evidence for benefit and for weight loss. Uh, Generally speaking, vegetables that grow above the ground, except corn, um, are fine. All berries and cantaloupe, along with nuts, whole grains, and seafood that's high in omega-3 oils like salmon, should really be the staple of any diet that looks to decrease the risk for heart disease. And the key features are that the diet is low in saturated fat and high in fiber, particularly soluble fiber. So whatever diet you choose, really consider uh, your meal planning to be for the rest of your life. Nothing that you do temporarily is going to lead to long-lasting benefits. And lastly, if you do plan on losing a substantial amount of weight uh, or make drastic diet changes, you should always consult with your family physician, uh, you know, join a medically supervised weight loss management plan, um, and have some routine monitoring to, and check-ins to make sure your body is tolerating the diet and getting some routine blood work, checking sugars, kidney and liver function, uh, and cholesterols are also good if you're doing that. All right, Dr. Forrest, time now for the Access Health Trivia of the Week. Well, the trivia this week is uh, on topic. It's estimated that 45 million Americans go on a diet each year and spend $33 billion each year on weight loss products. And that means about 17% of us are estimated to be on a diet at any given time. Dr. Forrest, uh, you've got a weight loss program that you offer at Access Healthcare in Apex. How can folks get more information about that? Well, that's a medically supervised program uh, located in the Apex uh, office, and it's available for $55 per month. It includes free frequent consultations with a doctor of pharmacy, appropriate prescriptions if needed to help with weight loss, and all the lab work deemed necessary to monitor progress and keep an eye on things like sugar and cholesterol levels. Listeners can call 919-363-0190 and ask for Dr. Fuller to find out more or can request an initial consult at easyappointment123 at gmail.com. Sounds good, Dr. Forrest. That's all the time we have for this week. 
Our scripture this week is one of my favorites and motivates me in my own attempts to eat things I should, uh, and it's from 1 Corinthians 10.13. No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful, and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. Thanks for listening to the Access Health Radio Show this week, and we look forward to joining you again next Sunday at 4 p.m. Until then, God bless your health.